City of Heroes podcast, episode 7. Take 2. Pose. Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. My name is Chooch, and I'm here to explain basic and intermediate features of COH, as well as giving tips and answering your questions about this great MMO. City of Heroes podcast. This is Juge. And this is Viv. And we have winter event info. Dun dun dun. <laughs> we had talked about doing Ouroboros on this cast, and we really still haven't gotten into much of it. Right. The winter event has been a lot of fun. We've spent a lot of time there, and it is, you know, the holiday shopping season, so we've been really busy RL. Right. Getting ready and, uh, haven't had that much playtime. Luckily, we're almost done with the real-life stuff, and we'll be able to spend some quality time in-game. research time. Yes, research time. <laughs> we must research more. So we have some um, corrections mm-hmm. from the original. Yeah, several flubs in the news newscast. This, right. This is basically going to be an update of information on the winter event, and um, we do have some corrections from last week, so... First of all, the discussion about when we went to the test server mm-hmm. to see our friend in the contest. Right. I said it was the Halloween costume contest, which was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. Um, the Halloween costume contest was actually something that was where the players would submit themselves dressed in costume, mm-hmm. similar to as close as possible to their favorite character right. or that chosen character. The thing that we actually went to was the um, finals for the Mr. or Miss Paragon or Rogue Isles contest. That's the one that our friend was in. So Mm -hmm. that's our little correction. So if you were shaking your head and saying, "Um, no, I don't think that you did do that, (laughs) then you were right. (laughs) We were wrong. Yep. Yep. Oopsie. And I had uh, mentioned that the official forums were at forums.cityofheroes.com. And it is actually boards.cityofheroes.com. Gotcha. And I have it bookmarked, so I didn't catch your error. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and also, I had mentioned the ski times, and I'd given a very, well, I won't say impossible, but... Uh, very close to impossible. Impossible, impossible to date. <laughs> for the gold medal, right. I had said it was 10 seconds. And that was just crazy talk. <laughs> and that the other ones were like 20 and 30, respectively. Um, and... We'll get into the ski times in a little bit. We're going to talk about the the slopes, right? As we talk about other things, but those times were way off and they were way low. <laughs> yeah, thank the Lord we don't have to try for a ten second time no. for the gold. Shoot me. And one bit of clarification: the uh, holiday spirit uh, partial debt protection uh, we had mentioned was forty eight hours, but it is forty eight hours of gameplay time, not real time, right? And it is active. 
after you click on it. Right. It's not just automatically active when you log in. You actually do have to click on it. Right. And you'll know that you've got it because you'll get the little opening the present confetti mm-hmm. happy holidays thing. And so then you'll have 25% debt protection. It's not yeah. like 100% debt reduction or anything like that. It is a reduction, not like removal right. or prevention or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so those were just some little corrections that we had come up with. And if you catch anything that you think we're just total idiots for saying, <laughs> please feel free to post it or mm-hmm. to send us a voice, give us a call, get, um, leave us a voicemail. And the number is 206-338-2911. Or you can post a comment at oxfoot.com. Or you can send an email to cohpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So moving on from all that silliness, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. one of the things that's new for winter event that we had discussed before was the candy cane salvage. Mm-hmm. And the candy canes you get by opening presents in the regular city zones. Of course, that's one right. of the first things that people ask when they get into the zone. They get up to the chalet, they find the candy keeper, mm-hmm. and you have to have salvage and influence. Well, okay, where do I get the candy canes? You don't get them from running the missions in that zone. You actually have to go back out to the city zones and collect them by clicking on the presents that you find in the regular city zones. Mm -hmm. So some of the fun stuff to be had includes um, you can buy the Build Snow Beast Pet Power for five candy canes and 1,000 influence. You can buy the Holiday Spirit Debt Protection for 10 candy canes, 25,000 influence. By the way, you receive this upon logging into the game. Once it's act, it's sorry, it's activated once you click it, like we said before. Now, if you go in there and you don't see it or the holiday cheer powers on your trays, then just open up your power list and you can drag, sorry, drag them into your trays to click on them mm-hmm. under the temp powers, of course. And again, it lasts for two days of gameplay once it's activated. So if you burn it out, if you use your two days of gameplay, you can go back before the end of the event Mm -hmm. and buy it with the candy canes. Right. And the temp powers, like the snow beast, you can only have one at a time. You can't stockpile a hundred snow beasts to keep and click and summon whenever you feel like it. Now, I do know that that's true for when you're collecting the candy canes, because if you, for instance, are clicking in a zone and you get, um, you can get, you know, the present inspirations, you can get all the different temp powers, snowball or whatever. I got a snowball the other day. It won't stack. You'll just get um, the candy cane. But I don't know what happens because I do know that you cannot get all the temp powers again if you got them previously. Right. Reading the board's. There seems to be talk about um, sometimes you won't, you may not be able to get them, but some characters apparently are getting them again when they run those missions. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about is the temp powers, the Golden Rings temp power that we had mentioned previously is just loving, was one of them that we had tried that in Renewal of Light self as We actually ran the, the Father Time missions mm-hmm. again on our level 50s, even though we'd run them before, because I wanted last the Golden year. Rings. Yeah, we ran it last year. We wanted those powers again, those two specifically. They were self and the Enemy Hold. Mm-hmm. golden rings and when we ran them i didn't get the powers again i selected those rewards right. and didn't get them well some people are getting them apparently and some people aren't mm. if you don't get them from running the missions again and you had gotten them previously you can buy them again with the candy canes mm-hmm. that's a definite so don't panic like i did and run around like a crazy person trying to figure out what the heck happened why didn't i get it i want it i want it i want it you'll get it you just have to do the candy canes 
Holiday cheer is um, another one. It's a gift that you give to another person just by targeting a, um, another person and mm-hmm. then click it. And I did read that someone said that you can give it to other heroes, can give to heroes, villains can give to villains, but that you can't cross heroes to mm. villains. I haven't tried that. Yeah, I haven't tried so that. I don't know if that's true. You can also buy badges from the 2005 winter event, the Mission Completion Badge, which is called Holiday, Holiday Spirit on Hero Side, or the Scrooge Badge for villains. And you can buy that for 25 candy canes or 30,000 influence. I expected to hear a lot of people complaining. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody complaining about it. I haven't searched the boards for the complaints because there's so many complaints on the boards. Right. It'd be hard to just pick that thread out. But yeah, I saw a few people that were happy about it because yeah. they wanted the ability to, to pick up the badges that they had missed previously. Right. But I really do expect that a lot of people would be pretty upset about it. Yeah. The hardcore badge collectors. I think the argument is that, you know, that was our reward for being in game at that time. And I think that the alternate argument is, or the opposing view would be that that's what the vet rewards really are about. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't find a way, much like giving the um, isolator badge now. Mm -hmm. You can get that again with Ouroboros missions if you missed out previously an outbreak getting that. I'd be surprised if they didn't start opening up all of those kinds of badges that are more difficult but again those badges are available and that's 25 candy canes and 30,000 influence the temp powers that we were talking about the golden rings temp power which is an enemy hold you can buy from the candy keeper for 20 candy canes and 5,000 influence which is a bargain (laughs) (laughs) let me line up jingle jet temp power self fly and uh, the longbow reservist or the jet setter badge are 10 candy canes 10,000 influence Renewal of Light Self-Res Power, which is 20 candy canes, 5,000 influence. And then, of course, Snowball, the ever-popular Snowball, <laughs> for 5 candy canes and 10 influence. Um, and again, you if you don't get the temp powers when you run the Father Time missions again and you got them previously, go to the Candy Keeper with your, your candy cane salvage and, buy, and just buy those powers. Mm-hmm. Now, the ski slopes, um, I will start you off with that because (laughs) I can start you, but Chooch will have to finish you out. (laughs) The ski slopes, you basically just go over to, as soon as you step out of the doors from the pocket D zone, you enter in and you'll see these little poles, these candy cane looking poles. And there's a ski instructor, Angela, standing next to it. You can go over and click on her. She'll give you some basic instructions. Um, Basically, she'll also give you the current high scores for that Mm -hmm. zone. For I don't know if it's server wide. Do you yeah, know if it's for the server or if it's for the entire game wide? I don't know. Hmm. So, um, anyways, you'll click on her. Once you pass through those poles next to her, then your timer starts, and it doesn't stop until either you complete the race by going through each of the poles in the path, and it's indicated by your yellow navigation arrows, or until two minutes have passed. So, if you um, have trouble like I do <laughs> with control <laughs> on those turns, then it will reset at two minutes. It's not just going to keep going and going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And also, if you like do terribly early on, you have to wait until that two minutes resets before you can start again. And I was able to get the bronze badge, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I had to plead and bribe Chooch to get <laughs> to get the other badges for me. So I'm gonna. I, why don't you explain what you yeah. did? It is pretty tough controlling things. The easiest way that I've found to get the, the gold badge, or any of the badges really, is first of all, you have to you know really run through the course a, a bunch of times to really learn where the turns are so you can anticipate them. Right. And kind of get yourself lined up to turn. 
um, ahead of time. Yeah. Keep your camera zoomed all the way out for the widest field of view. Uh, use your sprint power and use the zero G pack, mm-hmm. which you can obtain either from the King's Row safeguard mission or purchase in Siren's Call. Uh, the zero G pack gives you much more control when you're going fast, so it's easier to hit those gates. And the zero G pack is the only way that I was able to get the, get the gold medal on it. Well, but you you got the gold on the first try when you with got the pack right, on right with yeah. the zero G because you tried several times. Mm-hmm. You got the silver for both of our characters, right. and then. You really tried to get the gold, and we tried different combinations. I brought my kinetics in there, and she was hitting you with speed boost mm-hmm. and and all that stuff that she has, the goodies. And then, you know, it just still was, it's the control that was the it's, problem. Right, right. The speed, I get going way too fast, and there's there's two turns that I just overshoot just about every time right. when I'm going too fast and I can't control it. And that zero G pack, you can hit your uh, strafe key, just tap it, and it kind of lines you right back up and you don't overshoot it anymore and that was actually something that a friend of ours had discovered Mm -hmm. and posted in coh form so yay thanks for that (laughs) (laughs) now i also discovered a bug within the ski slopes that's been discussed a lot in the forums and i found a workaround that's uh, that's worked for us basically if you start your run and the two minutes isn't up so that the timer's ticking but you haven't completed the run and then you run off and do a mission you jump into a mission door. Or if you log out of the game. Right. When you come back in and you go to the top of the mountain to do a new run, it, the timer doesn't start. Right. And so now some people are saying that they've never been able to get the timer. That they've really? just logged in and certain characters have just, the timer's never started. Wow. Now, in the case of where your timer was working and now it doesn't, I found that if you go to the top of the hill and you run the course, even though there's no timer... You hit all the poles. You're not going to get the waypoints, but you. So obviously, I have to know the course. Right. But you hit all the poles, and when you get to the bottom, it will complete the run. It'll and it'll give you a time of 99 minutes and 59 seconds. Right. No matter if it had really been five minutes, it or always seems three to give hours, you. Right. Yeah, it always seems to give you 99.59. And then once you go back to the top, everything will be working again. Mm-hmm. Now, some people in the forums replied to me and said that. That that worked and that fixed it and that was great. And some people said that they were still bugged and uh, they still couldn't get the timer going. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen that. Everybody that I've personally run across and, and directly talked to, that's cleared it up for them. Well, I do know that um, when we first were playing on Monday, that that happened to my character. Mm-hmm. And I was running the course and got frustrated and stopped. And then we jumped in to do a Father Time mission to... Mm-hmm wishful thinking get the self-res or the golden rings Mm -hmm. and came back out and couldn't get it and couldn't get it and then you were playing with it trying to get it and you ran the bunny slope which didn't do it and then you ran the regular slope which did do it and so that was one of the things later on when i logged in it actually popped up a screen and it popped up that one time and i just logged through all of my characters and it didn't pop up for the character's Mm-hmm. that I hadn't logged in yet. So I don't know if it's by account that it pops up that screen, but it actually did say if you run into that problem to run the expert, to run the regular race course gotcha. to clear that. But I don't know if they're popping that up for everybody or if it was just when I logged in that one time. Yeah, I don't know. You know, when I had done the bunny slope, it actually did fix it. But so at first I thought that was the fix. The mm-hmm. magic fix was to run the bunny slope instead of the expert slope. Right. But it ends up the bunny slope is really only like, 
two gates and then it merges into the expert slope. So, so it was, it really was really that I just finishing. hadn't finished the last three or four flags. Got it. <laughs> so that was the fix on that. That was very frustrating. Yeah. That was very frustrating to try and run it again. And then you couldn't. And then it was like, Oh, <laughs> one more thing. You've entered the twisted mind of Scott Sigler. You've descended into the inner darkness of Phil Rossi. Now, journey into the imagination of T. Morris. This is Moravi Remastered. The world's first podcast novel, reimagined with a new soundtrack, restored scenes, and the voice talents of Leanne Mabry, Christiana Ellis, Philippa Ballantyne, and George Harab. And the podcast continues in the fall of 2008 with Legacy of Moravi. And in 2009, with an original podcast anthology, The Dragon Clan of Moravi. A project so sweeping in scope, an adventure so epic in scale, it takes two ballsy voiceover professionals to cut the promo. Moravi Remastered. Pirates. Ninjas. And one hell of a good time. Subscribe at www.moravi.net and enjoy the ride. badge hounds out there, there are several badges associated with the winter events, and there are a couple of brand new ones. The first brand new one, just logging in during the time, which uh, ends January 6th. January 6th. So anytime between now and January 6th, 2008, you automatically get the gifted badge. So that is the 2007 winter event badge. Right. So, And that's not... You won't get it on all your characters by logging in one character on your account. You have to log in each character, Mm -hmm. and it'll pop up with that badge. So make sure if you are interested to get it on all of them, you have to log all of them in. Mm -hmm. The only other new badges are for the skein. So the the first one is called Qualified, and that's for obtaining the bronze medal, which is doing the run in 45 seconds. Or less. (laughs) Much better than 30. <laughs> the <Truly. laughs> silver is called accelerated, and that's for 35 seconds or under. Mm-hmm. And the speed demon is the gold medal, and that is doing the course in 25 seconds. Um, just before we started recording, I looked, and the time, I don't know whether it's server-wide or game-wide, the lowest time was currently 15.75. Wow. Well, it was down to within two hours of the event launching, it was down to like 17 seconds. So they, I mean, they're having a hard time getting any lower, significantly lower than that initial 17 seconds that was achieved really quickly. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of returning badges. From last event, yeah. Last event, last winter. One is the Frozen Fury badge, Mm -hmm. which you get when you defeat the Winter Lord. The Winter Lord spawns in the regular city zones. Mm Mm-hmm. As people are clicking presents, right. 
uh, when you're on a team or somebody else in the zone is on a team with at least six, six, Mm -hmm. six people, the winter Lord will randomly spawn somewhere and it's a giant monster. Yeah. So everybody joins in and as long as your team gets a high enough percentage of damage on him, everybody on the team will get the frozen fury badge. Right. Now, when the presents open, and it's not a present, but it's not a winter lord, you will get frostlings. Mm-hmm. And defeating a hundred frostlings will give you the cold warrior badge. Right. And uh, the actually, the snap tooth mission in Pocket D is a really good way to get the frostlings because they're all over the place in that right. mission. Uh, in Pocket D, if you didn't get a last winter event, there is the trucker badge which is located on the floating truck that floats outside of the windows of Pocket D. Mm -hmm. So you'll need a flight power or a friend with teleport to drop you on the truck. Drop you on the badge. (laughs) And I got to tell you, as being someone with recall friend, there's nothing more satisfying than dropping somebody down (laughs) into this abyss of space and them going, thanks, (laughs) because they got the badge. And returning from completing the Father Time mission, are the crystallized badge, which you get when you complete the mission the first time. The miraculous badge, which you get if you pick the renewal of light temp power. The joyful badge, which you get if you pick the golden rings temp power. And the frosty badge, which you get if you complete the, or if you select the furry boot costume. Right. When you complete the mission, you'll get a pop-up screen similar to when you finish a task force or a story arc when you mm-hmm. get that pop-up saying pick your SO or DO or whatever uh, level it is. So you select what you want and just want to be careful when you go through to make sure that you get each of the badges because I'm kind of overly cautious about that and I'll write down, okay, got the first one and then when I yeah. run it again, I got the second one. And unfortunately, it doesn't keep track for you. It doesn't gray them out or anything. It'll let right. you keep getting the same one over and over, but it doesn't stack. So, right. so you're just kind of wasting your time. Right. And, I mean, you can uh, look in your badge list and see which ones you've gotten, yeah. but they're all available to you. <laughs> and there's one final badge, which is the Toothbreaker, which you get by completing that mission five times. Right. So you defeat Snap Tooth five times, you get the Toothbreaker badge. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to get the um, Red Cap badge also. Absolutely. There's and a lot of Red Caps in the mission. the Tuatha badge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you... It's very possible. When we did it last winter event, we had several very low character, low character tunes, ones that we would never take into Croatoa, mm-hmm. that were getting those badges knocked out yeah, right and absolutely. left. So. And apparently on the villain side, there's only one or a couple missions that give you red caps within the mission. Right. So it's basically impossible to get the red cap badge right. on villain side without you know a bunch of friends and run the missions over and over and over, yeah. over and over again. And I could be wrong there. You know, we say it over and over. We don't really play villains. So it could be that there are zero missions. But I think I remember somebody said there was at least one. I think the same friend that said that that, that said that about the zero G pack mm-hmm. said and did yeah. did restate that 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 was it was extremely difficult yeah. that there was like one place where one spawns mm-hmm. or there was a mission, but it's a very rare, difficult badge to get yeah. in City of Villain, so everybody just comes and runs it here. Right, so this really opens it up. They yeah. can go in, do the mission a couple times, and knock, knock out, out all their red caps. Absolutely. And since you're probably going to be running this mission several times, if you have several tunes that you want to get the badges on, right? or a lot of friends, there is a quick way that is pretty widely known. You probably already know or may have stumbled upon it on yourself, but... 
for completeness, <laughs> here's a quick way to get the five badges. Simply have a very low-level character get the mission from Father Time. You can create a new tune and get them to Pocket D somehow. If you have the Pocket D teleporter, you can't use it until level three. Right. So you want to jump into the end of the Atlas sewers for, what, a whole... Five minutes. Five, ten minutes. <laughs> right. Get to level three, then you can Pocket D or have somebody with, uh, with a recall friend mm-hmm. give them a hand to get them over to the Pocket D door. So you have a very low-level character. They talk to Father Time and get the mission. And then go ahead and invite, uh, uh, fill out the team with friends or at least one higher level character. Right. And make sure that whoever joins the group also gets the mission because they'll be able to auto-complete. Once the mission's complete, everybody can, can choose their reward. You don't have to have the mission to get the auto, to get the reward pop-up screen though. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I thought you did. Mm-hmm. Cool. Everybody gets the reward. Very cool. Scratch that. um now make sure that you set the mission from that lowest level character and to be safe we always make sure they're the first one to go into the mission door right because frequently it's the same door so Mm -hmm. if you have a level 50 enter the same door right if they if a level 50 has the same mission door as the level three and the level 50 goes in first it's going to be the level 50 mission set right and so this is um this is a variation of what they call soft loading so basically, everything in the mission is going to spawn relative to that lobby character's right. level. And everybody else pops into the mission. The lobby can either hang out by the door or they can get sidekicked up. And, and so the then you just run the mission. Yeah. Um, you go through, you start taking out Frostlings to find that key. You get in the door, you find Snaptooth, take him down, take the kid back to the starting point. You're done, and then rinse, repeat for each of the badges. Right. And I've had people say that there is a specific area that you go to, and every time that's where the key is. Well, we've run yeah. that 50, 60, 70, <laughs> 100 times, including last last event. Yeah. And it's been in different places. I'm sorry to break that thought. I, maybe there is some pattern to it, but we don't know what it is. So we yeah. just go in and we take them down and... We always have people with us that need the hoardling badges. Yeah, so. so we're always taking a lot yeah. down anyways. And it really doesn't take that long, even no. if you don't know where to look. <laughs> it really doesn't. And, you know, there are people that would consider that an exploit. Right. Um, but we are very big on the content. And so when something mm-hmm. new comes, we always run it the way it's meant to be run. And right. we ran the, the snap tooth mission many times mm-hmm. the way it's meant to be run. But then when you had, and like we did last year, we had so many characters we were trying to get the badges on yeah. that you do find a way to try and get through it right or wrong, whether you think it's ethical or moral or not. So that you can get back to the fun content right. because at that point it's just a grind yeah. running it five times on whether you have eight slots or 12 slots. Yes. That's a grind. So it's not fun anymore. No. And that's that's kind of my view on any other video game in general. If it's a, a PC computer game or a console game, I'll generally run through a game and complete it on my own. Right. And then I'll jump in and use cheat codes to kind of explore other areas or, yeah. or do the crazy fun things that does make sense. But I always run through the content normally anyways. Yeah. And, um, I know a lot of people, they'll crack open a new game and immediately hit the cheat code site and Um, just try to complete the whole thing as fast as possible or whatever, but um, to each his own. Yeah. We're not PLers. We're not anything like that. We don't, 
we haven't PL'd anybody, we haven't been PL'd. We tend to believe that if you PL a character, then you don't know how to play it once you hit 50. And Mm -hmm. for us, we had so much fun getting to 50. And whether it was a struggle of being stuck in the mid to late 30s or (laughs) the early 40s and or whatever it was, we enjoyed it every step, every frustrating step, every fun step. We really enjoyed it made it a richer experience for us. So that was cool. And I don't have a problem with people who peel because it is such a grind. So if they're going to, if you know, they've run through the content, they have their 50 and they want to zip somebody else up to another level that, that is where they have the most fun with the game. Yeah. That's fine. But I just, I don't do it. That's not us. (laughs) That's not us. That's somewhere with the game dark age of Camelot, which is one of the first MMOs that I really played. Mm -hmm. Um, they started doing, once the game had been established and had been around for a couple of years, they put in a thing that if you had the highest level character in the game, which at the time I think was 50, that when you created a new character, mm-hmm. it gave you the option to either start them brand brand new, like normal, or to start them off at level 20. That's pretty cool. And that way you can try a lot of classes with a, you know a bunch of built-in powers and abilities. and Yeah. Um, so that was the reward. And so where City Pharaohs has the epic archetypes the epic archetype, is your yeah. reward for hitting 50. Yeah. On Heroes. Heroes. Well, and I'm hearing talk again <laughs> about villain yeah. epic archetypes. That's really not so. fair that they haven't it's really not. done that yet. Like our friend that has, he hit 50 on his villain and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he has to hit 50 on a hero to be able to explore a new build. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's something, I mean, you know, there's already, I mean, I looked when I was doing some research last week, people were already speculating on I-12. Oh, yeah. And when I looked at the date of when the first post that I saw, the first thread that I saw, it was if, like within three or four days of I-11 launch, <laughs> they were already saying, okay, what's I-12 going right. to be? And I'm like, dude, I'm still trying to figure stuff out from I-10. Yeah. There was a lot of. There was a lot of new content in the I-11. And then the patch they immediately put out, boom, the new yeah. costume parts. And I mean, yeah, there's pushed, so much there. We've yeah. really got to get cracking. <laughs> I think we already said that last time. But hey, I was still overwhelmed. It's still the holidays. I think <laughs> once we get past Christmas, I think we'll be a little bit more unclenched. <laughs> just like every other family, we're just twitching, trying to get ready for Santa. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's our recap of, of Winter 2007. We've gotten some great feedback, some great comments from folks, and we really appreciate that. And it definitely keeps us motivated to keep going and crack oh, yeah. the whip on ourselves. And so, we we are going to try and do more now that, you know, <laughs> we're seeing our little schedules kind of calm down a little yeah. bit for the moment anyways. And um, we are actually hopefully going to be spending some time in Ouroboros tomorrow yeah. and being able to record soon. Whether we'll record again before Christmas, I'm not sure. Today's the 22nd. Twenty- Second. Second. Wow. Oof, today's... <laughs> so I don't want to commit to what the main topic will be. Actually, the next one will be a newscast. And then oh. following that will be a main topic. Cast. Well, cool. Hopefully something will happen to report on because... It's- yeah. Like crickets on the forums right now. There's no real news. <laughs> and so if there is no news, then we will combine. Right. Little news and then main content. So Yeah. So if you have something that you would specifically like to hear about, then uh, give us a call. 206-338-2911. 
send an email to cohpodcast@gmail.com or go ahead and leave comments on on the site at oxfit.com and tell us what what you'd really like to hear and uh, then we'll make that our main topic. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of ours actually was saying that they enjoyed the factions mm-hmm. and that they were interested in Freak Show and ah. Rick D. So maybe maybe we'll do a faction. Yeah, if there's not much news, we'll do mm-hmm. faction and, and a main topic. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, and we hope you have lots of fun on the slopes and gathering your candy canes and getting all your badges. Happy hunting, heroes. <laughs> Bye-bye. This podcast and the Oxfoot.com website are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the host and his guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike License, which is explained in detail at Oxfoot.com. Good hunting, heroes.